You're listening to the Property Today podcast. It was an interesting show. Georgia Tolley joined us live from a farm in England. And Muhammad Alwadia, the wolf of real estate, answered all of your questions. Now, we focused on luxury branded residences because of a new announcement by Jumeirah that it is launching one in Business Bay. We were joined by Rico Piccinoni of Savills to explain to us what branded residents were. And of course, Muhammad gave us some tips on investing in property abroad since many of you are planning to do that. This is Property Today on the Agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties. Thanks to everyone sending their property questions. Let's talk property. I'm no expert, but we've got one in studio, none other than Mohaned Alwadia, who's also known as the Wolf of Real Estate. Such a pleasure having you in studio. How are you, Mohaned? This is so exciting. I'm hearing a lot of uh, positive vibes. Everybody you know, who listened last week uh, was so excited, so I'm happy to be back. <laughs> I heard there were so many questions. You couldn't get through all of them, but hopefully uh, this hour will have more than enough time. Always good to have you in studio. Such a pleasure to have you on the show. And now, of course, we've also got our very own... I wanted to use the drum roll. I still don't know how to use it. But Georgia <laughs> Tolley joining us hey. virtually from the UK countryside. Are you there? Georgia, are you Hello there? Hello there. Hi, Hello Georgia. There. Yes, I am. <laughs> Hello, Mahanad. How are you doing? It's amazing to be joining you uh, live from the UK countryside. I think our line might be a little bit choppy, but hopefully we'll be able to keep it up. I have been here on holiday for the last few weeks, just catching up with friends and family. But I am very excited to get back to discussing some of the top property stories that are hitting the headlines over the last uh, few days, essentially. And Mohanid, we've seen some very good news for buyers potentially looking to get into the property market in the UAE. Prices have fallen slightly. Could we finally be seeing a topping out of the market? Um, actually, what has happened is a very healthy um, reaction to the market. You know, it's uh, I would call it a, a slight correction, um, um, maybe because of the uh, supply coming into the market. Where by end of this year, uh, Georgia will hopefully hit 700,000 units in the Dubai property market. But the good news is that in 2019, a committee has been formed to ensure that any supply that comes to the market will be purposeful supply. So it will be uh, there will be no duplication. It will serve the economy. So what we're witnessing right now, I would call a very healthy correction. Okay, yeah. so we're trying to reconnect with Georgia. But the other thing that uh, Georgia wanted to know, is she loves the story about the other half lived. And this story out of the UK gives us something of an insight into how property tycoon Christian Candy invests his money. I have to admit, Mohammed, I didn't know who Christian Candy was <laughs> until I read this story. Could you give us a little bit of info about him? Yeah, so basically his, uh, him and his brother have been very active in uh, real estate. He's, he's well known all over the world, but especially in, in Europe and in the UK. And um, uh, he's been just following a very simple formula Buy property at the right time, refurbish it, take care of it And sell it at the right time And now uh, he just had a very big story Selling a huge uh, uh, mansion called the Candyland that he has And uh, he sold it for a whooping 125 million pounds <laughs> And he made a lot of money in this transaction But the interesting part is that it was sold to a mysterious Middle Eastern uh, investor uh, Nobody is able to spot that investor But this shows you that there is um, uh, interest uh, in real estate all over the world And um, um, people are always looking for 
um, you know, the lucrative pockets uh, around the globe to invest their money in. Um, and this actually uh, paves the way for the topic I want to talk about in the second half of the day, which yes. is uh, the 20 factors uh, that people must take into consideration when they want to select a specific city or country to invest in. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about different factors because from what I've seen, especially in summer, people travel and they uh, like the city they're, uh, you know, they're visiting uh, for a break or a holiday. And they come back to me and they say, hey, I decided to invest there. I loved it. It was such a nice uh, destination for a holiday. That's not good enough. Uh, buying a property is the biggest investment anybody will make in their life. So it has to be the decision has to be done in a scientific way uh, and based on facts. And that's what I'm going to hopefully cover in the second half of our segment today. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that. But where would you say uh, do UAE residents want to buy property? And earlier I was covering a story about how many of us like holidaying in Europe. So which parts of Europe do you think people would want to own homes in? Um, look, there are very attractive real estate destinations in Europe. Um, but before answering that, uh, I just want to say Dubai and the UAE has been extremely attractive to the whole globe, especially with what's mm-hmm. happening currently in terms of uh, political, financial and even health instability. Dubai has been positioned and has positioned herself itself in a very uh, attractive manner. Um, but when it comes to Europe, and especially now with the uh, euro uh, being devaluated because of also of, uh, of the global uh, instability we're, we're seeing right now. Properties there are becoming more attractive. I would say the UK, Spain um, are two of the you know very attractive destinations for, for global buyers. Uh, but let's keep it to the second half. And I will yes. mention to you the exact factors that people must take into consideration before deciding to invest in any city or country. Okay, that's a really good tease. That's the second half of the hour sorted there. But one of the stories, this is actually our main story. This is one we're going to look into a bit more detail over the next 15 minutes because Jumeirah Group has announced it's going to launch a luxury branded residence in Dubai's Business Bay, very central location. It's the organization's fourth branded residence. It'll be part of the area's new peninsula waterfront development. Sounds very exciting. Can you tell us a little bit more about the project, Mohanad? Yes, it's very exciting and uh, the Jumeirah group which is part of Dubai Holding um, has been cementing its uh, brand name and reputation uh, locally, uh, regionally and globally. Uh, The latest news is that they're going to uh, launch a luxury branded residence uh, in Business Bay which will be a 35 story tower and will include an exclusive 82 premium branded residences. Uh, my take on this is that I just remember in the past when we used to hear about, you know, uh, furnished apartments or residences, it used to be always really boring. It's like a, a second option for staying in a luxury hotel. I'm talking about maybe two or three decades ago. But Dubai has changed this totally. Now we are so excited when such residences are launched because they bring with them a lot of excitement. They make sense in terms of investment because uh, Dubai has, is and will always be a touristic and trade destination. So it just makes sense to you know, have these kind of exciting, well-packaged, premium residences. Uh, a lot of people don't prefer to stay in a hotel. They want to stay in their own private luxury residence. And this is what Dubai is offering, continues to offer in an economy that depends uh, a lot on tourism, trade and services. So it's a very good message for anybody who wants to invest in a holiday home or a branded furnished residence. Definitely look this up and, uh, you know, uh, go check it out. (laughs) And of course, uh, luxury branded residences, I don't really know much about them. In terms of their resale value, are they 
you know, more lucrative than uh, other types of residences? Um, uh, look, they're, they're limited in, uh, in terms of supply, uh, but Dubai has been uh, launching more and more units. So just to give you in terms of figures, uh, the number of uh, furnished apartments or uh, branded residences have increased since 2005 up to date by almost 700%. So that shows you that there is uh, mounting demand for such units. Uh, the only message I want to you know, share with everybody uh, is that you, when, when buying such units, be careful about the uh, ownership cost. The service charges will typically be higher. The management fees will be higher. So just watch out on that side. But other than that, they offer an amazing lifestyle. Everybody would love to stay in a branded luxury uh, serviced apartment. So, so it's, it's more for people who appreciate that kind of lifestyle. If I could stay in one of those places, I would. Um, <laughs> maybe a, you know a lot more, a lot more time, a lot more time to save on that. This is property today on the agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai. Choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Still joined by the wolf of real estate, none other than Mohanad Alwadiya. He's answering all your property questions. He's only here until 12, so get those questions in. And of course, Georgia Tolley is on standby. She'll be joining us in the second half of the show. She's agreed to spare some of her time during her holiday to join us and lead some of the discussions. Now, Mohanad, we've been talking about Jumeirah's brand new luxury uh, branded residences. What are some of the things that you'd like to know about this? Actually, I think for the sake of the listeners, we should uh, maybe ask Rico about um, what branded residences really mean, because a lot of um, uh, like I get this question all the time when people come and ask me, what is the best asset class to invest in? And they're not quite familiar with the concept of branded residences. You know, it's it's, as I mentioned earlier, it's been uh, emerging slowly but truly uh, into the region here and globally. Uh, A lot of people, uh, you know, are familiar with the concept of uh, holiday homes or Airbnb. Um, but uh, that's where the owners uh, have to take care of, you know, turning their units into an actual holiday home or a, or a furnished residence. But with such brands like Jumeirah, um, you know, uh, or the address or the Vida from MR, um, they come in and they're already prepared and they're uh, offered to customers to come, just come in and just enjoy the experience of having a branded residence. So I'm very excited to speak to uh Uh, the experts and see what they have to uh, say about that. Hopefully Rico is joining us in a few moments but is this something of a global trend because where I'm from in Manila someone was selling me property that's uh, branded Westin so Mm -hmm. Westin, same thing with what Jumeirah is doing, you know luxury serviced apartments. Is this a trend that you see all over the world? Uh, Yes, I think it is but I think uh, Rico would be able to shed the light more about it. Rico are are you with us now? Can we hear you? I am with you, Mohanad. Yes. Can you hear me? That's <laughs> Hello, amazing. good morning. Hello. Okay, Mohanad, Rico, take it away. Rico, so happy to have you with us. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if you heard my first question. I think a lot of people still don't understand fully the concept of branded residences. So um, can you just shed the light on, on this for the sake of the listeners? Because I think most people are familiar with the concept of, you know, apartments, villas, offices. But when it comes to branded residences, they're a bit, you know, uh, confused about it. So I think you would be the, the, the best person to, you know, to uh, explain this. Sure. Thank you. And thanks as well, uh, Mohammed and Zina, for, for having me on the show. So branded residence is, uh, it's a very exciting space. Um, it's, it's not really anything new, but it is increasing and increasingly becoming relevant 
in, in the global real estate space. Branded residences are essentially residential properties that are available for purchase that are affiliated through a combination of design and service to a certain brand. So the brand grants a license to the developer to market and sell the residences under the brand. And in many cases, that brand then also manages and services the residences. And it's a concept really that delivers a compelling value proposition to all of the stakeholders. So the developer, the brands, and the purchasers. You know what? I think this is uh, definitely very exciting. We all grew up liking staying in hotels. Now people have the chance to actually own, uh, you know, part of a hotel and stay in it. Or as you mentioned correctly, uh, give it back to the hotel to manage it under their umbrella and their brand. Uh, My next question would be, um, I know this kind of a product uh, is attractive to uh, investors or people who are in in the region here, but also it's very attractive for travelers, you know. So, um, where do you see the demand will come for such a product in a city like Dubai? Is it more from uh, the buyers in the market, or do you expect travelers from all over the world who heard about the Jumeirah brand and and you know how amazing the experience is with them, and they're interested and lured in to come and and buy into it? Dubai Dubai is unique, really, in in True. many ways. And so when we're talking about real estate and more specifically luxury branded residences in Dubai, there's no one specific target market. The the city, it's a great place to live and to work. And it's also a great place for short stays to recharge, to unwind. And then as well for the investor types, the residence owners can enroll in a rental program. So really, there's not one single demographic that fits the the target Um, having a second home that's professionally managed provides the trust and the confidence to lock up and leave and this is one of the benefits of branded residences and it's very easy to do this in dubai where it affords a certain lifestyle so it can be a great place for a primary home in an urban market dubai has has the wonderful benefit of of being both an you know an urban market and a and a leisure resort market so it can be a primary home uh, but often it's a second home i totally agree and i think dubai has is and will always be a very attractive uh, touristic destination it's a great place also to conduct business uh, with expo you know uh, it even became more popular <laughs> as a city so i think this product is extremely relevant as you mentioned correctly um when it comes to the location, Jumeirah picked Business Bay. Do you think this will, you know, uh, position this unique project more towards business travelers, or would it also be suitable for? Um, and and mind you, this is like uh, minutes away from downtown Dubai with the Burj Khalifa and uh, the Dubai Mall. So, do you see this product fitting for more business, uh, you know, travelers, or it's gonna also appeal to tourists, tourists who are coming to enjoy, you know, the beautiful city of Dubai? Again, Mohanad, I would say both. The location of this particular project, it's waterfront. So it's right there. It's right there on the creek extension. Um, It is in what you would consider a predominantly urban infrastructure. So perhaps targeting more business clientele. But there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, benefits as well for, for living there if you're not only in the business space. So you're close to the airport, you're close to the uh, the south of the city where you have, you know, the Jumeirah beaches and the palm. 
Um, you're close, very close to downtown, which is, you know, a thriving leisure market as well. So it's not, I, I don't see it as being specific to one. I, I guess ultimately when the sales are in, you will you will see if there is one specific demographic. But I don't think this project will particularly target either leisure or business. I'm, I, I'm confident there will be a combination. Excellent. I think um, we. this is not the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, for Jumeirah to venture into such a um, you know, an, an opportunity. So do you see this as an emerging trend uh, from, you know, uh, reputable brands like Jumeirah or in a city like Dubai? Or is it more of a global phenomenon that's, you know, growing all over the planet? You know, we're seeing more and more uh, branded residences everywhere. No, it's definitely a global phenomenon. Uh, you're right. This is not the first time Jumeirah Living's going into this space. And it's with Select Group with whom they did a project in Dubai Marina as well. Mm-hmm. It, um, I mean, the short answer is is yes, that the UAE is especially popular, but branded residences as a concept, they first appeared in the 1920s and then they picked up in the 1980s. And now in the last 10 years, we've seen a global rate of increase of more than 230%. Wow. Dubai itself is the leading market for branded residences globally, where we are carrying roughly 70 developments under a brand in some form of another. Um, so it's definitely a global phenomenon, but Dubai is is a market leader. Well, thank you so much. I have just one last question. I'm sure everybody who's listening would like to know about the prices and the kinds of units. I know there are only 82 exclusive premium branded residences, but can you tell us more about the types of units, sizes, and most importantly, the prices? So for this particular project uh, in in Business Bay with with Jumeirah, I I would suggest reaching out to to the Select Group to get more information. I, I can I'm happy to share with you that price ranges in Dubai, you can transact anywhere from 50 to 60 million dirhams if you're in a location like Palm Jumeirah, but you can transact for as low as one million dirhams as well. Um, which is more targeting the uh, different demographics. So the range is is significant. And I think there's rather I'm confident there's something for everyone. Well, thank you so much for that, Rico from Savills. Thank you for joining us. I understand you're on holiday at the moment. And Mohanad, very informative discussion. And I'm glad to know there are options for everyone. Listening to Property Today on the Agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Now, who doesn't like free advice? The next half hour will be all about that. Mohanad Alwadia, aka the Wolf of Wolves of real estate joins us that always trips me yes. joins us live in studio with of course the lovely Georgia Tolly joining us she's from Dorset she's back are you back are you really back Georgia I really am back I promise I'm back I think uh, we're discovering that one of the major issues with the UK is that its internet connections aren't very strong <laughs> oh my goodness but hang on I heard you're you're in a farm in the UK I am. I'm literally uh, on the south coast. Uh, I grew up on a farm and wow. I come back here to see my family. So I'm so jealous. Out the window, <laughs> I can see forest and a recently harvested uh, field. Enjoy it. <laughs> That's Enjoy amazing. It. <laughs> so Georgia and Mohanad will be talking about investing in property abroad. Uh, so guys, take it away.
Yeah, well, I mean, I have to say, I haven't just been here in Dorset. I did also manage to escape to France for a week with wow. my husband and children. Good for you. And I think it happens, thank you, and I think it happens every single year. You go away on holiday <laughs> and uh, straight away you're like, we need to buy here. Like, I, I don't want to leave. It's awesome. We need to buy here. And uh, this year for us, obviously, it was the south of France, uh, a bit of an expensive option. Uh, but how would you advise people like my husband and I who change our minds every single year as to which country we want to live in. You know, where would we, where would you recommend we should buy? Where would, how do you suggest we decide? You know what, Georgia, um, during summer, this question is usually the most common question I get because people tend to travel abroad and they go visit amazing places and they get so you know, influenced by it. And they come back to me and say, hey, listen, I was in this city or this country. I love it. I want to buy there. And and I understand the feeling, you know, because you're going for an escape, you enjoy it. But that's not how you should make your decision. You know, buying a property is the biggest investment anybody would make in their life. And, it, and their decision has to be based on facts. And that's what I want to take you through. And maybe I'll answer your question through these points. These are the most important factors that anyone should take into consideration when they want to select a city or a country to invest in. Um, so I'll just get into it. Uh, uh, the first one uh, that I always advise people to look at is the legal framework. They need to understand if the legal infrastructure in the city or the country they wish to invest in is suitable for them as foreigners buying there. I'm talking about uh, is it easy to actually um, uh, buy freehold property there? Do they have 100% ownership, like in Dubai, they started allowing people since the early 2000s to uh, buy and own properties 100%. Also, the ease of visiting that country, because not everybody has you know, um, a passport that allows them to enter the country easily. So they need to understand also the legal framework from that point of view. Uh, another aspect that relates to legal is the property laws. You need to understand if uh, if you want a property there and you want to rent it, does that country offer uh, a robust and a well-defined uh, uh, legal or property law that will protect them as landlords or not? These are very important factors under the umbrella of, you know, understanding the legal framework. So, OK, so, yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, sure, sure. Tell me, do you have any questions about this? Oh, yeah, I, well, I've got I'm a million sure. questions, as you can imagine. <laughs> as You're always. always making an answer them. Um, so how about, um, you know, if we ever bought anything, if anyone buys anything, I suppose you'd look to rent it out when you're not there, and then there's a hope that the value would go up. Sure. But what type of property works best for that? You know, is it best to buy old or new, an apartment or a villa? How, you know, what's, what's going to make the most money for you? That's a very good question, and it's also part of the point. You need to understand the dynamics of the market you're trying to invest in. How is the demand and supply? So uh, we were just talking earlier today about branded residences in a city like Dubai, which is very yeah. relevant. You know, Dubai, especially after Expo, which was a great success, Dubai has cemented its position as an amazing destination for tourists, for business travelers. So it makes sense. To, when, if you're coming to a city like Dubai, and I'm sure whoever visits Dubai, they will want to own a piece of Dubai. So uh, if they want to invest in a property, they can you know, look at that option. Uh, mind you, we have a lot of amazing launches that happen all the time, and it's all relevant because uh, part of the legal framework or the planning of the city of Dubai, for example, in 2019, a committee was formed to uh, look at the kind of supply and make sure we only have purposeful supply that serves the economy and offers real value with limited duplication in projects. So that's something that a buyer should take into consideration when they consider buying in any country. Um, I want to move to the next point, which also builds on your question, the demand and supply. Whenever we talk about demand, Georgia, we, we, we should look at the population growth. Because 
demand is basically people, right? So it's the population mm. mix and the growth. So, uh, for example, a, a city like like Dubai or the UAE, let's talk about the UAE in general. Uh, in in 1990, the population was 1.8 million. Today, we're talking about 10.2 million. You know, um, and and it's also increased from last year. It's it, there is an ongoing uh, growth. Um, uh, in- and that is, um, and that's so relevant, right? Because lots of people say that the UAE is building far too many houses, and that you know that there's no limit to where you can build because obviously we've got lots of desert here. But the reality, as as you highlighted there, is that if the population is increasing, then it doesn't matter how many houses you're building because you're going to fill them. Yes, hundred percent. You know, just looking now at the city of Dubai, the current population is uh, around three point four million. Um, but in 2040, part of the Dubai urban plan, it's expected to grow to 5.8 million from 3.4 to 5.8. We need homes, right? So we do <laughs> for these people. And, and and guess what? This is just the uh, night population. There is another story about uh, Dubai. We have the day population, which is expected to grow to 7.8 million. So that also means we need more real estate. We need more offices to accommodate these people that come and work here, but live in the Northern Emirates. But also we need to create homes and build homes for the growing population. That's an aspect that anybody who wants to buy in any city must take into consideration. So um, in terms of other factors, Anybody who wants to buy in any city or country, they should also understand the economics of that country. They need to look at the GDP, the gross domestic product, the diversification of the economy of that uh, country. They need to look at the inflation rates. They need to look at the current uh, uh, fiscal and monetary policies and understand how their currency is performing. So, for example, in Europe right now, we all heard the news about uh, the euro you know, uh, losing value. Plummeting. Plummeting, that yes. That's great for my holiday. See? Amazing See? for my holiday. And it's also great for <laughs> buyers, Georgia, you know. Uh, it's, it's something interesting. In a, in a, but also, I, I'm the type of investor that I don't like a lot of fluctuations. So I'm very happy investing in a country like the UAE because we've seen stability. The UAE's currency has been very stable for decades. That's what investors should look for, stability, you know. But there are opportunities uh, that emerge when, yes, uh, certain circumstances happen and then a currency gets devalued and that's an opportunity for people to come in and buy property at more affordable or more value for money. So it sounds like your overarching message is that people really do need to do their homework. But any property owner's biggest fear is that they'll end up with a sort of dodgy flat with lots of problems without realizing and suddenly they'll be negotiating with a plumber in a language they don't ah. speak and a jurisdiction <laughs> they might not understand. Yes, so of how course. do you avoid that? How do you choose a good developer? How can you tell a good developer from a dodgy I, I developer? I love your questions. You know what? This is one of the very important factors. Whenever you buy in any in any market, you need to check if they have reputable licensed service providers. So um, and hopefully in the future, we'll, we'll talk about the role of property managers. You know, if you yes. want to invest in any country, you should check, are there reputable service providers that can actually help you as a foreign investor to manage your property on your behalf and take care of all the headaches, all the aspects you just mentioned in terms of maintenance, in terms of paying service charges, in terms of paying taxes, all of these things must be taken into consideration. And that's one of the very important factors that people must take into consideration. Um, okay, do you... Oh, sorry, carry on. No, no, I have so many other factors and I, I, I just want to wanna mention them. So uh, I hope people are taking notes because this is very valuable <laughs> information. Uh, I am. I've got notes. I keep on writing point one. I know, God bless you. And I know you're interested in buying. 
<laughs> I'm yeah, we're super keen to buy at some stage, but yes. you know, fingers crossed. At the moment, everything's quite. The fluctuations at the moment seem quite daunting. I think we'd like things to stabilize slightly around the world. Um, you know, that's so correct. And that brings up a, a very important uh, factor that I want to talk about, which is the stability of that country. I'm talking about political, financial, even healthcare. You know, the UAE and we, we've, we've all been living in this great land and we've seen how it, uh, you know, it had, how it handles any kind of crisis, be it financial, political or health related. And it, it really encourages you to invest in it. But globally, we should use that as a benchmark. Let's look at cities or countries that have managed to weather these, you know, uh, uh, crisis in a, a smart, effective manner that assures investors, you know, to invest in these countries. So that's one of the aspects that people must take into consideration. Uh, I hear a lot of people saying, you know what, I found a great deal in this country because they're going under uh, riots or wars or whatever. That's something that I don't get into. That's speculation. Real estate is a long-term investment, right? So I want to make sure I invest in stable, uh, fruitful grounds or lands. And that's another thing that Dubai or the UAE is very you know, uh, known for. Um, another aspect I want to talk about since we've been having connect- connection issues with you in the morning, connectivity. You know, uh, I'm talking about uh, you know, the technology infrastructure. I'm talking about the, uh, the, the country's uh, connectivity to the whole world is it easy to get to it in out there are direct flights from all over the world uh, technology is uh, you know is uh, the infrastructure from a technology point of view uh, is quite developed that's something very important um, it also brings me to another aspect which is the infrastructure of that city or country um, you you travel sometimes to places and you can see that the infrastructure is being developed you know and i always say um, georgia invest in a city or a country that invests in itself. So you can mm. s- you can see that when you go in and you see, uh, and it's very easy today w- with the internet to check the history, the current and the future projects uh, in terms of expansion and infrastructure. And that's a very direct message to investors that, hey, listen, we are investing in our city or country, come and invest with us because you will benefit. You will buy today at attractive prices. And as we develop the infrastructure, you will benefit from the capital appreciation. Really interesting, Mohammed. Sorry, Georgia, we've got to go to a break. Uh, We'll ask Mohammed after this, do you personally have any investments outside the UAE? Mohamed Alwadiya, the wolf of real estate, uh, joining us in studio with Georgia Tolley, joining us from a farm in England. We've also got a question from Mike here. He's got a basic salary and commission. He wants to work out whether it's okay. It's good to buy real estate with his salary here in Dubai. That's up next. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. It's the home stretch, and we've received a number of questions from all of you. The Wolf of Wall Street, Mohanad Alwadia, is here in studio to answer them. We're also being joined by Georgia Tolley, all the way from England. Uh, we'll We'll go to her in a bit. But before that, Mohaned, some of our listeners uh, were just listening to the ad break and yes. something caught their ears. So uh, tell us about that. Uh, I, I'm receiving, I've received so far seven messages of people uh, hearing the ad about modern Arranim for Dubai properties. Uh, and they're asking me to talk more about it in terms of uh, unit types and uh, prices. So Ali uh, and uh, Rawan, here are the details. So it's a... Um, 
the the project is an, a new phase of uh, Mudun, which has been there for almost a decade. This is one of the most attractive villa and apartment communities in Dubai. Dubai Properties did an amazing job in creating, as usual, a beautiful lifestyle there. Um, what you need to know is that they're launching three bedroom and four bedroom townhouses, which are up for grabs uh, for interested uh, end users and even investors. The sizes range from 2,300 square feet up to almost 3,000 square feet, which is the largest in their category. And I know everybody wants to know about prices. Um, what I heard is that they're starting from only 1.9 million dirhams and the handover is expected in 2025. That's not bad at all for the <laughs> size amazing. of the property. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for that. Very informative. Uh, we're going to some of our questions. Georgia, I know you've got a question for Mohaned, uh, but first let's hear from Mike. Not hear from Mike. I'm reading out his question. Mike here. Uh, I've got a question for Mohaned rega- regarding buying a property. My salary is 4,000 dirhams, but I get my commission, which is good. But I'm planning to buy a property, a two to three bedroom apartment without interest. And my plan is a down payment of 250,000 dirhams. What's the advice? I guess he wants to know if this is doable and he wants to know what are his options. Um, uh, Mike, thank you very much for your question. Uh, Yes, it's doable. It requires a bit more of financial planning because you don't have a stable uh, salary to look at. But uh, from what you've sent, it seems like you're very confident about your commission. So well done. Um, uh, With the down payment, uh, it's a very good down payment for a two bed. Um, There are developers that offer in-house payment plans, so you don't have to worry about the interest. My other option for you is to look at uh, projects that uh, are still under construction, but from reputable developers. The one that comes to mind, which has been the talk of town, is Central Park uh, at City Walk. You can get a two-bedroom, um, actually one-bedroom start at 1.4, two bedrooms are a bit more than that. So you will be able to get a unit and you will pay during the construction milestones. So directly to the developer. Uh, and it's one of the best, if not the best, you know, in creating lifestyle uh, communities at City Walk. So um, yeah, I would recommend that. Check it out. If you want more details, just get in touch. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much, Mike. I hope uh, Mohaned answered your question. Now, before we get to your question, Georgia, Mohaned would like to tell us uh, about some of the other points to consider when buying property overseas. Mohaned, Georgia? So- so just very quickly, Georgia, to carry on on our discussion about selecting the right um, uh, city or country to invest in, uh, we've covered very interesting points like uh, the legal framework, demand and supply, the stability the, of the economy, the um, you know the infrastructure development. One of the things I'd like people to focus on is also the vision of that country. You know, um, so many countries have like a five-year. Uh, growth plan. But for example, in the UAE, you have a 50 years, uh, you know, planning for 50 years ahead. We have a 2040 urban plan. Uh, So uh, things like that uh, should trigger, you know, and should uh, be of interest uh, to to investors. They should look at the leadership, their vision for the city or the country they want to invest in. Another aspect, which I know a lot of people are interested in, especially global buyers, is the property tax. You know, for example, here in the UAE or Dubai, we're blessed. We don't have uh, property uh, tax on residential properties. Uh, But in other markets, there are. And sometimes it goes really high. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. For example, in the UK, the inheritance tax goes up to almost 40 percent. Uh, above a certain threshold. So this is something that people should be aware of before buying. Make sure you do your homework um, when it comes to, you know, the property uh, uh, tax. Uh, Very quickly, the last few points are very straightforward. Uh, Make sure you invest in a city or a country that has a favorable uh, lifestyle. 
that, that attracts tourists or people to live in. There's an ongoing influx of, you know, going back to population growth. Also, the financials are very important. Whenever you want to buy any country, make sure, uh, you know, you look at the financial details in terms of uh, the kind of rental yields you will get, the kind of capital appreciation you will expect on the long run. Uh, also, the cost of acquisition, you know, what is the cost of uh, registering a property under your name uh, and the cost of ownership in terms of annual service charges, any other attached fees that you need to you know, take into consideration. Because at the end of the day, this is a financial decision. So you have to also make sure you do your homework. So I just had uh, a question come through from uh, on, the, on the text lines. It basically comes on behalf uh, of someone who's looking to buy an investment property in the Dubai Hills area. He wants to know whether he should go for an apartment or a flat and which is most likely to get the best return. So he's not looking to buy abroad. He's actually looking to buy here in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, look, uh, Dubai Hills is a beautiful community. Um, it's a collaboration between Miras and Imar. Uh, and it offers a lot of different kinds of uh, residential units. They have apartments or flats, and they also have townhouse villas and independent villas. They also were selling lands uh, in a freehold, you know, under freehold ownership. So there are options for everybody. My advice, yes, for sure. If he's thinking to buy to live in, uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, he should consider maybe a townhouse villa or a villa if he can afford it. They have also amazing apartments coming up there. But uh, from an investment point of view, if he's looking for rent returns, he should look for apartments. Typically, Georgia, apartments get you a higher rental yield. So it ranges between maybe uh, 6 up to maybe 9%. Uh, villas will get you a lower rental yield annually, which ranges from um, as low as 4 up to maybe 5 or 6%. But the good thing about villas is that you get better capital appreciation because they're limited in number. And you own the land, which makes it f- feel more special, right? So usually investors going after rental yield, they'll go for apartments. Investor going, investors going after the capital appreciation, they should go for uh, villas. But with Dubai Hills, you know, there are amazing options and the project is well governed by two uh, very reputable master developers, Miras and Imar. Well, thank you so much for answering George's question or uh, listener's question on uh, her behalf. Uh, Mohammed, Mohammed, thank you so much. <laughs> Same time next week. Yes. Georgia will be back in studio then. Yay! I'm so relieved. See you soon, Georgia. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your holiday. Thank you. I'm looking forward to coming home. Honestly, it's been a while now. I want to come back. We will be welcoming you yes. with open arms. That's a wrap <laughs> for this week's Property Today. This is Property Today on the Agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties. Property Today airs every Monday, 11 a.m. Mahanad Alwadia is on hand to answer all of your questions and Georgia Tolley leading the discussion. So tune in.